Hey, hey, welcome back to Well Damn Jonathan. And Well Damn, because I, <laughs> I know it's been maybe like a week or two or three. Um, but y'all, shit, you know what life is and life is going on around here in the 21s so far. Um, this shit be happening, y'all. So let me go ahead and give you a little update on the little vaccine. Um, I think I'm like three, three weeks in now. Um, I did have a little side effect, but you know, everything, um, you know, moving forward, I really didn't have much of a side effect or any symptoms or anything. Um, I did, I do know some of my peers, um, experienced a lot worse than I have. Like some had to call out for two or three days. I think they just wanted that time off to be honest. Um, but some of them was like, they had, was like had chills at work and had to go sit down and they wanted to pass out. And I mean, I do say wanted because I don't feel like it was that. The people that that were complaining are the dramatic ones anyway. So, you know, you can't tell them nothing. They, they you know, just extra for no damn reason anyway. But leading into that, peers and workplace, um, that's going to be the topic for today is just work in general. Um, it's going to be a broad uh, conversation. Um, some things, some websites that I have researched and you know, just, we're just going to get into some things, you know, um, the well damn factors that we experience at work. Um, sometimes it's us, sometimes it's employees, sometimes it's fucking corporate. Um, and maybe it's all, you know, all three and it's all fucked up. So with that, let's just get into some workplace readiness skills that I researched. Uh, this one is on, um, what website is this show? Uh, this is lcps.org. I did look up some um, things from VCU. Uh, I'll go into that page a little later. But, you know, VCU is my school, so I just had to throw that out there. But anywho, <clears throat> so we're talking about, one of the, the few topics is talking about, like, positive, positive work ethic. Um you know, and the guidelines and how you should behave and your attitudes and beliefs towards things and, you know, just how do you react and what is your take on it? So one of the questions asked, um, is it possible to change attitudes and behaviors of your peers um, when you're at work? Um, it is it is definitely possible uh, with changing attitudes. Let's start there because... Um, a lot of people in the hospital, it seems like they are not mourning people at all. Um, and sometimes you can't even get a hello out of them. They come in nasty. Um, some people are just, you know, just mean spirited. Um, and then some people, you know, just not mourning people, but it's okay. Um, me, myself, I am not a middle of the day person. I can, you know, I'm okay in the morning. You know, hey, good morning. You know, how y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? You know, that's cute. But when I get down to, like, even out of work, maybe from, like, 2 to 6, I'm like, mm, I just don't want to be bothered with nobody. I just I just don't even want to be around. Just don't call me. Don't talk to me. Don't even text me. Just, I just don't even want to be bothered. But anyway, we talking about at work. So, um, I definitely think it is possible to change people's attitudes. You know, sometimes a little pick-me-up, a little, hey, good morning. You know, sometimes that's really all you need. Um, and I know some really good people in a um, hospital where, like, they just surprise with random stuff. Like, hey, you know, um, I brought you a coffee today. Or, um, you know, let's, uh, 
you know, just walk with me to the to the lab real quick. You know, let me just talk to you about something. Sometimes workplace gossip just, you know, just changes your mood to you. Like, girl, I did not know that that was going on in that department. Um, so I definitely do think it's possible um, for the better. Um, it's also <laughs> to change people's attitudes for the worse. You know, I have been in rooms before and I walked in a good mood. I've been like, you know what? I just don't even want to work with this person no damn more. And that can also change. But from a positive aspect, um, I definitely do think that, you know, you can change people's attitudes. So let's see. We're talking about, uh, oh, let's demonstrate teamwork skills. Um, assisting others, supporting team members and leaders, taking initiative. Um, yeah, let's talk about the teamwork skills now. So, um, one of the questions is, what are some consequences of using the strengths of team members? Um, oh, that's actually a good question, but let's go back to, um, let's go back to the supporting team members and leadership and take an initiative. So I feel like that's what sometimes people like in general is taking the initiative to do things. Um, like, I feel like it just be, should be a golden rule. Just like, you know, just help out your team members. Help out. I shouldn't have to ask you, hey, can you do this for me? Um, if you have a free time and, you know, like I have a busy schedule and, you know, I haven't had lunch or whatever, set up my next case, you know, for me or um, see if I need anything or ask me if I need a fucking break. I mean, hell. Um, ask me if you can give me anything during the case. Be like, I really can't give you a, a break right now, but, you know, you need something. I can go grab something for you. You want me to do something for you? At least just, you know, just take the initiative to just ask your team member, you know, something. If you, you know, if, if you know that there's something wrong or, you know, like, because nine times out of ten, um, everyone is that open in, every, in everyone's department. If you know if something's fucked up or you know if something's going on, you know, it's just it's just how every unit is. And I just feel like just taking the initiative or just, you know, I just feel like people just lack that um, helping each other for, to that aspect. Um, and regardless if you like, you know, individuals or not, it's a team, you know, um, and you, you don't walk in there making friends. You have to be tolerable of one each other because it's a professional work environment and you want to keep a positive in the aspect. And at that time where you're going to need some help will literally come around the fucking corner so damn quick that you won't even realize when you need someone's help. So I honestly think it's imperative to, like, take the initiative and help one another out. Like, I just don't get how people do that. I have to ask, like, something that's visible, too. Like, okay, you see that, you know, I, okay, let's just say um, we're doing a procedure and the screen is tilted and... Uh, you know, it's more more times there's more, more than one person in the room. They know, like, you know, somebody's struggling. They try to see or they, their head tilted or something. Like, just turn the damn screen for some dumb, for somebody. Hey, um, I know that you haven't had lunch, so I'm about to go down to the cafe right quick. Do you, do you want me to grab you something? Um, you know, just shit like that. But people just don't do that. Um, so let's get back to that question. What are the consequences of using the strengths of team members? Um... The, that's a good what are the consequences of using the strengths of team members um the only thing i can say is that they become like most people who who, who know their strengths or know it all in that you know department or whatever that you know whatever it is um but 
I really don't really see a consequence in using people's strength because I will use it to my advantage. You know, like if I know that like you're good, good at, you know, like at organizing or you're good at, you know, setting a schedule or you're good at, you know, managing, you know, certain things, I would use that and I would put that into like a project. Um, there's always projects that anybody could do at any given time at any department. Um, and I will use that to my advantage, to your advantage too, because, because this is what you're good at. So, you know, take the lead and do this, you know, if this, if this is what, what fits. And I feel like that also gives people, um, you know, a little bit more of a leg to stand. They're more willing to help out. They're more willing to, you know, be, be part of the team because they feel more involved, um, that's actually what I've learned in my new leadership training that I'm actually teaching myself. <laughs> that's another, actually, that might be part of this topic when I run into it, but we can get into that later. Okay. Um, let me read some other things that's going on. Okay. Um, dress code. Oh, this is talking about self-representation skills. Okay. This is talking about using language and manners suitable for the workplace. Okay. So, I don't know if everybody knows, but um, <laughs> I work in a very high stress environment and most of the time people are calm and most of the times um, we aren't, but I work with, like I said, in a high stress area. So things and people fly off the handle at any given time. Um, some people leave the, <laughs> leave the room crying. Some people dread going into the room like they would literally be anywhere else. Some people will call out because of the energy and th- the, the, the manner and the language that goes on into the room. Um, not everything is always professional. When it comes to patient care, that's professional. Okay, let me let me just say that. When it comes to treating each other sometimes and how we're just so easy to to be so careless with, with our words, um, it can be damaging. It could definitely be damaging. Um, so this is actually a good topic because, you know, I have necessarily not been really cursed out, but I have definitely been belittled and almost talked down to um have i gotten some people together unprofessionally uh absolutely um there has been numerous times where i feel like i have been definitely unprofessional and said some shit that i definitely shouldn't have said but was it the truth yes should i have said it in that manner absolutely no so that's definitely something that i can work on too but however once you come at we come at me with i'm going to give it right back so just be prepared at any you know setting that you know but Again, it is a professional um, environment and we should do better. You know, when they go low, we go high. We talked about that last time and I'm still going to go low too. And that's just what that is. Okay, so moving on. Um, ooh, let's see. Oh, um, demonstrate diversity awareness. Working in a respectable and friendly manner with all customers and coworkers. Treating all the same degree of professional respect. Ooh, um, that is definitely, um, I feel like people do that, um, in the workplace for the most part. They treat everyone the same regardless of your title to an extent. Um, but (laughs) sometimes you have to tell people, I can't do that because that's not within my pay grade. Um, I can't do that because that's not within my scope of practice or you don't be, or, um, sometimes you have to tell people, um, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's what somebody else to do. Sometimes you have to tell people, too, that they have to put respect on your title as well. Um, 
And I feel like people do a really good job with that for the most part. But then again, every department's admin and I don't work in everywhere. But, um, you know, different strokes for different folks and experiences. So this is goes to process skill questions, okay? All right, how do you demonstrate independence and initiative at school, at work? Um, with me, I don't need to be micromanaged. I hate actually being micromanaged unless I do not know something and I'm going to seek for help. That's a different story. Um, but to demonstrate independence, I can work on my own. I don't need to be told what to do or how to do it. Um, if I don't know what to do, I'm definitely not going to try to figure it out on my own and waste time um, than asking somebody. So I just feel like demonstrating independence is just knowing your job and knowing your title and knowing the description of what you can do and how to do it and do it well. I mean, you, you, everybody does the same shit, their job every day at the same time every week you know and the fact that some people come in and just be acting so dumbfounded they don't know how to do something or you know what i'm saying it's like and it's the small things like how do you not know how to fucking do this you've been doing this shit every fucking day that's the shit when we go back to the unprofessional we're speaking out of turn because then i be you know talking crazy like okay girl don't you do this every fucking day or do you not like what do you do okay but then you know that's something i need to work on so we're gonna move on past that okay um, let me see here. Let me see here. Demonstrate effective speaking and listening skills. Um, comprehending details and following directions. Not a lot of people, uh, do that. Um, once they, once you like try to, with precepting people, people are really good at, but when you try to tell like the seasoned staff about things, or, you know, giving them like an in-service, like they have all these questions and tell you how come we can't do it this way. This is what we've always been doing. And we trying to be like, yo, um, this is the part of listening. Like, this is what we're moving on to now. Um, so with the, it, that really pertains to like the more seasoned staff who've like been in the game forever and really can't tell them anything. Um, that more so applies to them. So we're going to get on past that because that's, you know, that speaks for itself. Um, this talks about how professional standards and practices in your chosen foot reflect the need of for good speaking and listening skills. We talked about that. We definitely lack uh, good speaking. Listening skills, uh, we're pretty good in, but the good speaking, um, I definitely, there's always room for improvement there, myself included. Um, let me see. Let's go down a little bit. This is talking about, uh, reading and writing skills, reading and correctly interpreting workplace documents. Child, that's up for termination. <laughs> like, I ain't even no point of talking about that. Um, you can go across the board. You can be, um, be spoken to about some errors that you have placed. I mean, as long as you are accountable for your wrongdoings and you admit to your wrongdoings we um people are more lenient towards that but if you're trying to act like uh who said that who did that like girl you better get your ass written up and, and get up the dough because at this point you just are careless and your liability and we don't definitely do that in any job field okay you need to work for yourself and fuck your own self up moving on uh, demonstrate critical thinking skills. <laughs> you would think working in the healthcare for the people have critical thinking skills, but I've actually seen people stand there like in panic, 
um, during situation, I'm like, uh, either move, move or do something. And that would piss me off even more. I'm like, okay, uh, this is what, okay, you are literally trained on an everyday basis to react, to see things and be alert. And regardless of what your situation is, um, your job title is, your job is to seek out the issues and react. That's, that's your job title. Regardless of what you do in the hospital field or whatever your field is, your job is to immediately react if something was to go wrong. And a lot of people are just not that good at that. I feel, I feel like you should know, you know, you should be able to think fast and move. Um, because time is of the essence. There is that golden hour. And if you miss it, you fucking miss it. Okay? And then that just leads to regret. You can at least say that you tried. Or damn, you did something. You know, rather than just stood there and be sheer panic. But, yeah, some people don't have that. All right, let's talk about um, using a logical approach to make decisions and solve problems. Um, uh, that can be in at workplace or out of workplace. Um, I think that goes pretty fair and say that most people really do that. Um, oh, this Google is to demonstrate healthy behaviors and safety skills. Nubbish. <clears throat> Let me get into this. This talks about managing personal health. Okay, so managing personal health also has to do with mental health. If you're calling out, um, you, you, from my understanding, you don't have to tell your employer why you're calling out. Hey, I'm calling out because I have a stomachache. Hey, I'm calling out because I'm shitting on my damn self. Hey, I'm calling out because, you know, unless it's something that I need to know basis, we're going to be off for multiple days. You know, that's a different issue. But if you're just calling out, you don't have to explain yourself. And you can literally take, people need to know how to take a mental health day. Like, that job is still going to fucking be there. Um, if you got kids, drop them kids off and, and call out of work and stay your ass at home for or go in a half a day and just say you're gonna be late. You know what I'm saying? A few hours to yourself is very important because work takes a lot of time out of you. You spend more time with your coworkers in the workplace and doing overtime and you know, because a lot of people take their work home regardless of what you're doing mentally.